America's game. Now, 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 shop how many is here? Everything done changed. The change. That warp tool made you open your brain. Open your brain. Eric Vanek is here, so remember the name. Remember the name. Hey, hey. He got the waiver wire for the week. Tell you who to start and who to give a seat. Dropping the podcast every week. You know the knowledge is elite. After the show, we gon' hold a Lombardi. Celebrating like we throwing a party. This the blueprint that I know they gon' copy. Stop how my intros always go to hottest. Cause this is America's game. South Harmon Waverware Show. I am your host, Eric Vanek, and you can find me on Twitter at Eric Vanek NFL. Uh, you can also follow my show at America's Game Pod as well on Twitter. Uh, the South Harmon Twitter at South Harmon FF. Always posting all our updates, all our shows, all our YouTube shows will always be on there as well. Um, so, yeah, we're here for week eight. Uh, we survived one of the bi week apocalypses. Uh, hopefully you guys were able to come out and get some wins. I know, um, I actually did, uh, pretty decent this week, I thought. Um, started the right guys. If you had some Deontay Foreman teams, you did really good. If A.J. Brown was on your team, A.J. Brown killed it for you last night. Um, yeah, so if you had some of those league winner type guys, you, you did pretty good this week. Um, there were some guys who shit the bed too, so hopefully uh, you didn't have too many of those guys and uh, you survived the bye week apocalypse. So just um, for warning, when recording this before the Monday night game uh, tonight between the Vikings and the 49ers, so if there is any significant injuries from that game, obviously I won't have it on here. Um so let's start. Uh, we'll start with the injuries that we did have um, from this past week. Uh, not, thankfully, not a whole ton like last week. Last week, it was just like a, a pile of injuries. So this week, we only had a couple so far. Uh, Christian Watson is going to be the first one here I'm going to talk about. Uh, suffered a knee injury, kind of limped off. He fell to the ground uh, once he did get to the sideline. Not, you know, we don't have any confirmation of how bad it is yet. Um, or anything like that. So we're hoping that it's maybe just something minor, but um, I wouldn't be surprised if Christian Watson maybe misses a week or two here. Uh, Luke Musgrave, he got a, um, a con- I don't know if it was a concussion, but I know he injured his ankle as well. Um, got hit by Kareem Jackson, who finally got suspended, thank God, because that guy has been headhunting all year long. He's had, I don't know, three or four big-time hits where he's um, caused people to get injured. So thank God that guy's out of the league for four games at least. Uh, but Luke Musgrave was having a, a solid game before that, was getting used quite a bit, and now he's probably going to miss a week, um, if not maybe more. So we'll see on Luke Musgrave as well. Uh, the Sean Watson saga continues. So being here in Cleveland – Nobody really knows what the hell's going on. There's got to be something else underlying going on here. I, if there was a fight between Stefanski and Watson or some, something else is going on here because this is just so weird. So in this game, um, he didn't look that great with his shoulder throwing. Uh, he was like one for five for five yards before he exited. Um, he did leave with um, concussion evaluation. He passed it, cleared it, and then Stefanski decided to sit him and protect him the rest of the game, quote-unquote. So that is what's up with Watson. Um, He's getting an MRI either today or tomorrow on his shoulder again. 
So we'll see what happens from that. I would expect Watson to miss this week, but he does have a chance to play. Do I want to play him? No. I want to see him healthy first because um, if you're like me, I had him in about four or five leagues this week. I might still win a couple of those leagues. Thank goodness. Uh, but he literally got you a zero at the quarterback spot um, in your super flex league. So I'm not starting him until I see him perform a full game and I know he's fine. So that's where we're at with Deshaun Watson right now. <clears throat> Jerome Ford, um, he left the uh, game in the fourth quarter. Um, looked like a an ankle sprain. He kind of got landed on. The foot bent a little bit. Um, you know, Jeff Mueller on Twitter was talking about it. He thinks it's a high ankle sprain. So I'm expecting Jerome Ford to miss a couple games here. Um, and then, you know, later on here we'll get into who you can replace him with. But, yeah, it looks like Jerome Ford probably going to miss three three weeks, four weeks. We'll see what happens. Um, and then the, the one that just came across the wire here a little bit ago before I started was Dawson Knox. Um, he's going to have wrist surgery, and he's going to be out a month. So wheels up for Dalton Kincaid. Bye weeks for week eight. There is none. Thank goodness. But why? Why is there no week eight buys? Why couldn't? Why did we have to have six teams on buy last week? Why, and then another six teams in a couple weeks here. Why? Why are we doing this? Why couldn't you just took two and two from each of those weeks and put them in week eight? Makes no sense. NFL needs to fix this bullshit. All right, quarterbacks. So redraft quarterbacks. So I wanted to mention Kyler Murray. So Kyler Murray um, was activated um, to come off the IR and start practicing. Um, He did not play this week. Not sure if he's going to play this week either, but he should be back here within the next two weeks. So if you are struggling at quarterback in your redraft leagues right now and you're starting, you know, Matt Stafford's and – you know, Kenny Pickett's and Daniel Jones and Sam Howells and all those type of players. Uh, go ahead and pick up Kyler now. Stash him. If you can afford to stash him for a week or two before he comes back. And you'll see what you have when, when he comes back. Kyler has always been like a top 12 type quarterback whenever he's played. Um, obviously, he has some rushing ability as well for you. So, yeah. Go ahead, pick up Kyler and stash him if you're having some quarterback troubles right now. Or even if you have a good quarterback like uh, that's already passed his bye, like a Justin Herbert, um, you know any of those types that have already had their buys, maybe picking up Kyler's a good strategy move to keep Kyler away from your opponents. So maybe you need to think about that this week too if you have a free roster spot. Um, so there's a couple other quarterbacks for redraft this week that could be useful. C.J. Stroud versus Carolina. Um, Stroud was on bye last week in redraft, so if somebody drops C.J. Stroud, he might be a really nice pickup this week for you to start against Carolina. Um, this one, I'm not like completely sold on this one, but Jordan Love versus Minnesota, another decent matchup. Yes, he had a great matchup yesterday, and he was pretty awful yesterday. If you're needing a quarterback this week, Jordan Love at home versus the Vikings, who have a very piss-poor secondary, I don't mind it. But you also got to remember, if he's missing Watson and Musgrave, so maybe he's not as great of a play. So it's kind of a – you might have to see some of this injury news first. 
Uh, next one up is Jimmy G versus Detroit on Monday night. So, yes, Detroit has a good defense. Uh, but if Jimmy G is back and he's just firing it into Devontae Adams and Jacoby Myers and Jacobs and Meyer, I'm okay with it. If I am in a pinch and have to start somebody, uh, Jimmy G was one of the ones I wouldn't mind starting just because, hey, you're getting Devontae Adams attached to him. So you can do worse than that. Uh, dynasty quarterback. So obviously Tyrod Taylor, probably not out there in too many dynasty leagues since he started the last two weeks, but just wanted to mention him again. Tyler Heineke, I'm just going to keep bringing his name up until he starts over Desmond Ritter. I know Desmond Ritter won yesterday, but he's still terrible. Uh, so Malik Willis and Will Levis, either of those guys for dynasty, uh, one of them might be starting this week. Uh, there haven't been a timetable on Tannehill's injury yet. Uh, don't even know if Tannehill's going to even miss a game, but I'm expecting him to miss a couple games here uh, with that injury that he had, that real high ankle sprain. So I'm s- guessing it's going to be Malik Willis, but uh, they had a week off from the bye. Maybe they installed Will Levis as the starter, so you'll have to uh, kind of see that and uh, practice reports this week. And then Jacoby Brissett, I wanted to bring him up. Sam Howell's been struggling a little bit here. They have a very good veteran backup in Jacoby Brissett. Um, if things keep going south for Sam Howell, I wouldn't be shocked if they threw Jacoby Brissett in there. So maybe you get ahead of everybody, stash Jacoby Brissett for now. Okay, running backs for redraft now. So Jamal Williams, just wanted to mention him. He's back from uh, injury off the IR. They eased him in um, the backfield this past week. I think he only had, uh, you know, seven seven uh, snaps altogether. So Jamal Williams, just wanted to mention him as a guy that's out there. You know, you could do worse than somebody than off uh, like him off the waiver wear. So Jamal Williams, definitely a guy I would pick up off the waivers. Uh, Amari DiMercato. So this week, he takes the lead back ship from Keontae Ingram and Damian Williams. Damian Williams played a couple snaps. Keontae Ingram didn't play any. So now DiMercato is back up there as the starting running back for Arizona. He had 53 snaps, 28 routes run, 5 targets, carried the ball 13 times for 58 yards, and 4 for 17 in the pass game. Uh, Not terrible. He got you uh, enough for 10 points in PPR League. Uh, If you're hurting for a running back, Di Mercado could be the guy, but don't go crazy spending uh, a bunch of fab on him or using like your super high waiver priority on him. Uh, Next one up, Jeff Wilson. So he just got eased back into the game. He played seven snaps. He ran seven routes on those, so he was in there just for passing purposes. Did not receive a carry at all. I think they're just going to kind of ease Jeff Wilson back in here, but he's a good stash. It's the Miami Dolphins. And then uh, the Chicago Bears backfield. So obviously Deontay Foreman has come in two weeks in a row and looked pretty good. If you started him yesterday, you did some backflips. He had that patented three-touchdown game from Deontay Foreman. He's done it two years in a row. Uh, coming in like his first or second game with Carolina and then first, second game with Chicago here, scores another three-touchdown game and is like a – League league winner for you that week. Um, so if you had Foreman yesterday, congratulations. But Roshan Johnson, he should be back this week. Um, 
Eberflus talked about it, that he just has to clear the last step of the concussion protocol, and then he'll be back, should practice this week. So Roshan will be back. Now, it doesn't mean Roshan is going to start. I think Deontay Foreman is still going to start. He's earned it the last two weeks. Roshan is going to have to earn his snaps again. But I think Roshan will be in there on passing downs, and he'll get some rushing work too. So Roshan might not be a, a bad guy to kind of stash right now. Uh, dynasty running back. So Pierre Strong, if he ended up got getting dropped, um, he's gonna be. He was the primary running back in the fourth quarter once Ford got hurt. He received 17 of the 28 snaps in the fourth quarter, and he had eight carries for 25 yards on that. He would split with Kareem Hunt still, uh, but yeah, Pierre Strong would have a little bit of a uh, some life here if. Jerome Ford misses a month. Uh, Deion Jackson is another one on the Browns. Uh, he was on their practice squad. They did activate him. They did not play him, um, but I would assume if Jerome Ford is out a month, Deion Jackson would be the third running back now. So in deep dynasty leagues, that's not a bad guy to stash. Chris Rodriguez Jr. I brought him up last week. Here he goes again. Nine snaps this week. Ran one route, seven carries, 31 yards, and he leads the team in rushing. So Chris Rodriguez Jr., just pick him up. You, you might have a guy here. Um, okay, and then the Rams running back. So Daryl Henderson and Royce Freeman. So it came out that Henderson and Freeman would be the two main guys this week, and they were. Daryl Henderson, 39 snaps, 57%, 13 routes run. Uh, he had two targets, 18 carries uh, for 61 yards and a touchdown, one for five in the pass game. And he was pretty much um, like the passing back. They trusted him in pass protection. Royce Freeman, 29 snaps, 43%, eight routes run, uh, no catches or anything, 12 for 66. So he had a couple more yards. Um, then Henderson did a little more efficient. But I think Henderson is the guy to target here. So if you have a number one waiver priority or you have a pretty significant amount of money in uh, – this is for Dynasty and Redraft, by the way. Um, I'm, I'm spending on Daryl Henderson. We've seen what Daryl Henderson can do in this offense. He does have some tough games, though, so that gives me a little bit of a pause not to like blow my entire fab budget on him. Uh, but I would suspend a significant amount on him. If you didn't get him for free this week, um, a lot of people ended up getting picking him up for free, but if you um, have him still available in your league, I'm going to definitely be aggressive on getting Daryl Henderson because he could be a league winner for you for the next three or four weeks that he is in there. Um, same for Royce Freeman. I'm not going to like spend a, a lot of money on Royce Freeman. If I have a $200 budget, I'm fine spending 25, 20, 25, 30 bucks on Royce Freeman. Um, you know, and just to kind of see what happens there, maybe Henderson gets hurt. Freeman would take over the backfield. Uh, so that's what I would do with Royce Freeman, uh, wide receivers for redraft. So one, I wanted to mention here. I don't want to say this is like a guy I got to pick up right away, but this is just somebody to keep an eye on, and that's Hunter Renfro, and that's because he's a trade candidate. Um, you'd have to see where he ends up. If he ends up in a spot that throws the ball quite a bit, like um trying to think of a, a, a decent one, but like if he went to uh, Miami's picked up a bunch of receivers, but if he went to Miami and was their starting slot receiver, I wouldn't mind that. Um you know, if uh, he goes, just go somewhere where there could be a really nice landing spot for him to be in the slot, be the starter in the slot. No one's messing with him in the slot there. I think Hunter Renfro um, with a good quarterback could be really good. Like, 
like if Minnesota picked him up and they didn't want to play Brandon Powell anymore and they just had Addison and Osborne on the outside and Renfro in the slot, I would love Kirk Cousins and Renfro together. That would be a really good one. So just something to monitor. Um, if Hunter Renfro goes to a good spot, maybe you pick him up. Uh, Josh Downs, if he's still available, he played 50 snaps this week, 71%, 25 routes run, six targets, five for 125 and a touchdown. Yes, his touchdown was basically wide open, just to the house, untouched, you know, kind of a rare play, but he's still been pretty good, man. Like, they only use three receivers. They use Pittman, Downs, and Pierce, and that is it. They don't use anybody else. So, uh, Downs is here to stay for the Colts, so he could be a good pickup. Um, Demario Douglas in redraft. So this is for probably a deeper redraft league. 37 snaps, 62%, 25 routes run, 6 targets, 4 for 54. Douglas played 100% of his snaps in 11 personnel, and he played no snaps in 12 or 22 personnel. So Demario Douglas is only going to be out there when they got three receivers, but they've been using him. He was the second best receiver this week for them behind Kendrick Bourne, and I kind of see that being the way that, the way this uh, yeah, tongue twister that way the rest of the year between uh, Douglas and Bourne I don't think Juju's taking it I don't think Devontae Parker Tyquan Thornton Jalen Rager whoever they have I just don't see those guys um, overtaking Demario Douglas and Kendrick Bourne at this point Next guy up I want to bring up is Jalen Hyatt. So I've been mentioning Jalen Hyatt here for a couple weeks. 48 snaps, 24 routes run, 5 targets, 2 for 75. So here's some interesting stats on Jalen Hyatt. Uh, he had 2 receptions of 25-plus air yards before this week, and he added another 2 this week for 4. Hyatt now joins A.J. Brown, Rashid Shahid, Tyreek Hill, Stephon Diggs, Gabe Davis, Josh Palmer, and Marvin Mims Jr. as the only ride receivers with four or more such plays this season. So Jalen Hyatt, definitely a guy I would love to have in my redraft leagues right now, for sure. I think him and Wandale Robinson have kind of taken over the wide receiver spots, and I think that's here to stay for the rest of the season. Um, okay, so this one is not like very pretty. This would be for a deeper league and just... Kind of just like a note, Van Jefferson, 32 snaps, 16 routes run, two targets, one for five. No one else on the Falcons wide receivers, not named Drake London uh, from the wide receiver core. No one else ran over six routes of the other three wide receivers that they use, not named Drake London. So Van Jefferson has supplanted everybody. He is now the wide receiver two in Atlanta. Uh, Michael Wilson, 55 snaps, 34 routes run, 5 targets, 3 for 26. Not the greatest numbers, but he is getting a lot of snaps, a lot of routes. And what did I mention at the top of the show? Kyler Murray is coming back. And I think with Kyler Murray with a guy like Michael Wilson's talent, Michael Wilson could have some nice weeks here uh, coming up uh, when Kyler gets back in there. So Michael Wilson, definitely a guy I would consider uh, grabbing in some redraft leagues this week. And then one more I just wanted to mention, Chase Claypool. Don't love the player. I think he's a, a cancer, but, hey, four snaps he played this week. I know they've been using Cedric Wilson and Braxton Berrios, but once Chase Claypool gets up to speed with this offense and learning this playbook, he's probably going to get a chance. And it's a Miami offense, and his talent, they're going to find a way to use it. So deeper leagues right now, if you can stash a Chase Claypool, I would go ahead and do it. 
Dynasty wide receivers. So Jamal Agnew, I wanted to mention from the Jaguars, four for 36 this week. Zay Jones, if he keeps missing some weeks, Agnew is going to be a guy that you can just throw in your best ball lineups probably, and he's going to probably pop in there for you once or twice uh, this year. So Jamal Agnew is a guy in deep dynasty wide receiver I wouldn't mind stashing. Uh, Tyler Scott. 40 snaps, 56%, 22 routes, three targets, two carries, two for 19 on his two, on his catches. Uh, that's the Bears' third receiver, and they did not use any other receivers uh, really at all this week. It was uh, Darnell Mooney, T.J. Moore, and Tyler Scott. So their three receivers are pretty much set now. Uh, Trey Tucker, same thing here with the Raiders and with Renfro probably getting traded here. Trey Tucker is pretty much going to take that third wide receiver role for the Raiders. 32 snaps, 49% uh, was more than Renfro this week already. 26 routes, three targets, two for 16. Both Scott and Tucker are speed guys. So, hey, they could take the top off the defense and maybe, you know, crash into your best ball lineup here. Uh, Jalen Rager. So I'm not like saying pick up Jalen Rager on the Patriots. I just wanted to mention that he was out there. He played 25 snaps, 14 routes run, one target, uh, caught it for 11 yards. He played over Tyquan Thornton in this game. So I don't know if Tyquan Thornton's just getting eased back in or what. Um, I mean, he was even close to passing up Devontae Parker in snaps. So maybe Jalen Rager in a deep league is finally getting some run. I don't love it, but just wanted to mention it. <clears throat> Rakeem Jarrett, 21 snaps this week, eight routes, two targets. He played more snaps than Devin Tompkins did. So Rakeem Jarrett is starting to get some run now. Uh, just wanted to mention his name. Another guy I mentioned last week, Jake Bobo. He had a breakout game, 45 snaps, 75% with DK Metcalf out. 24 routes, five targets, four for 61 and a touchdown. Had a really nice touchdown catch. Uh, Jake Bobo is somebody they really like. He is their number four wide receiver um, going forward. No questions about it. He's a good pickup if you can get him. Uh, Dontavian Wicks. So if Christian Watson is out for a significant time, Dontavian Wicks is the replacement. I mentioned this uh, a couple weeks ago when Watson was out. Uh, Wicks was the guy who replaced him. So if Watson is out, goes on IR for four weeks, Dontavian Wicks in a deep Dynasty League might not be terrible to pick up. You never know when to play him. It's probably better for best ball. But Wicks could be a guy that could pop into your lineup um, a time or two as well. And then the other one was Julio Jones. 17 snaps, 12 routes run, one target. I don't love picking up Julio Jones just because it is hard for Jalen Hurts to keep three receivers relevant between Goddard Devontae Smith and A.J. Brown weekly like it's either two of those guys do really good and one does terrible is how it usually is how do you think it's going to work with Julio so I'm not spending a ton of money on Julio I'm not picking up because of his name yes I'm sure Julio is going to have a game once or twice so on a best ball it might not be terrible to see what happens but like don't go like starting Julio Jones every single week thinking it's the Julio Jones of 10 years ago that's it's not going to happen guys um, so I'm trying to save you from spending all that fab or using a starting spot on Julio Jones. Don't do it um, unless it's best ball. 
uh, redraft tight end. So I want well, with the Dawson Knox injury, Dalton Kincaid. If he was dropped, if somebody got rid of him already, Dalton Kincaid is wheels up right now. It should be the Dalton Kincaid show going forward here for Buffalo, and hopefully he just takes the the job outright. Uh, tight ends for Dynasty. So Connor Hayward. He played um, over Darnell Washington. Darnell Washington is basically just an offensive lineman now. Uh, Connor Hayward, 50 snaps, 27 routes run, 3 targets, 2 for 23. So if you're hurting for a tight end in the Dynasty League, Connor Hayward might not be a bad guy to pick up. Um, And then Tucker Craft, if Musgrave misses some time, uh, Tucker Craft played 15 of 17 snaps after Musgrave left. So Craft was out there. Um We'll see what happens there with Kraft. I don't know if he's like going to have a super big impact, but just wanted to bring him up um, as a guy you could maybe uh, put in your lineups. All right, so now on to Eric's what the fuck are we doing here, man, segment. So Buffalo splitting the wide receiver three work between three guys. Can we just pick one already with Hardy, Shakir, and Trent Sherfield? Like, do we really have to play these guys each like 15 to 19 snaps a week? Um, splitting targets and snaps. Like, can we just pick one already and just sit the other two? Be like a normal offense. Just play three receivers. Like, thank you. Like, Hunter Renfro, please go there and be their slot. That would be nice. Um, Seahawks, they continue the split among three tight ends. Like, come on, Pete. What the fuck are we doing here? Just pick Noah Fant already and Parkinson. Get Disley out of there. Like, I don't even care if you play the two tight ends. That's fine, but, like... It suffers when Will Disley is out there in the third tight end. You can't play any of these Seahawks tight ends. Uh, Cardinals, they continue to use Jeff Swaim now and then added in Elijah Higgins this week. Can we, like, Trey McBride and Zach Ertz are just fine. You guys have been doing great with them. Do we really have to play three tight ends? And another team playing three tight ends, the Chargers. The Stone Smart really need to play more snaps than Donald Parham Jr., like, what are we doing here, guys? Just get Stone Smart, I'm, who I'm never going to pick up. He's going to be on the waivers in every one of my goddamn leagues for the rest of time. No one's ever going to pick him up. Stop playing him. Put Just par him and Everett, and I'll be fine. So, uh, I'm getting tired of these uh, these tight, ends, tight end rooms right now. Um, and then, you know, since this was a shorter week with not as many games and stuff, I wanted to give you guys some guys that I'm looking to drop. Who am I looking to drop in, in redraft leagues and dynasty leagues? Um, didn't really have any quarterbacks, but running back-wise, redraft-wise, Antonio Gibson. He can hit your, your waiver wires in redraft leagues. Get, uh, dynasty, I'm still holding on to him. Redraft leagues, Gibson's done for the rest of the year unless there are significant injuries to Washington backfield. Uh, yeah, I'm done on, on uh, Antonio Gibson. Um, the, the people that spent their $500, $600 of fab on Zach Evans, sorry about that. You can drop him. I wasn't really touting him. I think I talked about it on last week's show that I wasn't spending a significant portion on Zach Evans because they brought in all these people right after the injury, so they didn't trust him, and they didn't. I think he played like one snap uh, yesterday. So Zach Evans, uh, you're free to drop him. He's useless. Uh, Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, if you're still holding on to him in redraft or dynasty, I, I... shallower dynasty leagues i think evans and ceh can both go on the waiver wires so those are two guys that i'm not really interested in 
Obviously, injuries change these things. So if injuries happen, then yes, these guys get a little bit more leadway. But right now, in their current states, with their current rosters, uh, they're safe to drop, in my opinion. Wide receivers. So this one, um, a lot of this is probably both for Dynasty and Redraft. Um, I'll kind of differentiate the two. So I'll go Dynasty ones first. David Bell, he's just wasting a roster spot if you're still holding on to David Bell. Just cut him. Isaiah McKenzie, cut him. Sterling Shepard, cut him. Paris Campbell, you can cut him. I cut Paris Campbell in a couple leagues this week. Let somebody else do it. Every Falcons wide receiver not named Drake London and Van Jefferson, you can cut in every league. Allen Robinson, I think even in Dynasty, like... Sure, in like deeper dynasty leagues, you probably still hold on to him, but Allen Robinson is just kind of nothing anymore. He's not good, especially if you're in like a 25, 30 man dynasty league. You can cut Allen Robinson. Ben Skoranek, he can get dropped. Justin Ross, can we officially put the uh, the dagger in the Justin Ross hype? He's um, done. He hasn't done a damn thing this year. Uh, redraft guys, Devontae Parker, he's teetering on being what. Uh, you somebody you can drop in Dynasty too, but he's at least getting targets right now, so I don't want to recommend that you drop him just in case he does start picking it up again. But Devontae Parker in redraft can be dropped. Sky Moore in redraft can definitely be a drop. And I think we just kind of have to chalk up Sky Moore as a bust. I don't think he's ever going to be any kind of superstar or anything like that. Um, tight ends, these guys you can probably drop in all leagues besides for maybe like two of these ones that I'm going to mention. But Austin Hooper, Dynasty and Redraft, you can drop him. Harrison Bryant, Jordan Aikens, like David Njoku has fully taken over all those snaps. And those guys play like, you know, 10 snaps, 15 snaps combined. Yeah, no thanks. They can go. Mo Ali Cox, he can go. Um, Darnell Washington and redraft or any shallower dynasty leagues, he can go like they're just using him as an offensive lineman. Remember when they told us, Oh, Hey, Darnell Washington, he's going to be a force in the red zone. Yeah. He, I don't even think he has a damn target in the red zone. Uh, so yeah, you can drop him in redraft and shallow dynasty leagues. All Seahawks tight ends and redraft are droppable dynasty. I'm only keeping Noah Fant. Maybe Colby Parkinson in a deeper league with tight end premiums and or start two tight ends, but Will Disley not on any of my teams ever. But yeah, man, it's it's pretty uh, brutal there for the tight ends like Fant and Colby Parkinson right now. So, all right, that is it for this week, guys. Uh, good luck here, week eight. We got all our teams back, all our players are back. Um, you know, no buys, thank goodness. I think week nine, there's another bye week apocalypse. I think there's, it's either a four team or a six team. Um, not looking great there. Actually, I could pull it up really quick while I'm looking at it. Uh, it's a four teamer. So next week, it'll be Denver, the Lions, 49ers, and Jags. So three pretty good teams there um, that we have a lot of pieces on. So four teams on buy for week nine, but week eight, nobody's on buy. We got all our players. So hopefully, it's a good week. Uh, hopefully you guys um, get the players you need, start making some runs for a fantasy championship coming up here because before you know it, we're we're here in week eight, week 14 in six weeks here, playoff start for, for our league. So this is this is crunch time right now. The last next month and a half, you got to get yourself in position uh, to win some games. This is the time to make dynasty trades. This is the time to go get that hammer. 
Go get that Keenan Allen. Go get that Devontae Adams. You know, whoever it is that you think is going to be that difference maker for your fantasy team going on here for the rest of the year. Get them now. Get them for that stretch run to guarantee yourself you get that first week by getting that first week by is so important um because we see fantasy every single week everything is so damn random every single week so if you can lock yourself up with that first or second seed get that first first round by man that is so important um so yeah make sure you guys go go get that hammer right now Go do it. Go get that Cooper Cup. Go get Puka Nakua. Go get whoever it is that you think is going to be that difference maker for you the rest of the year. Go get them. Um, I know some people like to wait until they have all the information when it gets closer to the playoff times. But I want to win these games right now. I want to crush people. I want to put myself in position to where... You know, I don't have. I'm not worrying about the week 12 and week 13 that I gotta win these games to make the playoffs. Like I want to be, you know, locked into the playoffs. I want to be one of those teams that is already locked up for that uh, first week by man. I want to be one of those teams. So get yourselves in position to do that. Um, hopefully, we'll be helping you here. Uh, all our podcasts here on the South Harmon Network. Uh, at South Harmon FF on Twitter and YouTube. Follow us there. Um, you know, America's Game will be out on Thursday morning for you guys, as usual. Uh, then the YouTube will be later. Make sure you come uh, with us also on Sunday morning, Start Sit Show. Me, Adam, and Mike, uh, every Sunday morning, we're helping you guys with your Start Sit decisions. Uh, we've been doing pretty good over there. So, hey, come join us, hang out. It's a lot of fun. Uh, you know, the Sunday recap show they also do. I was on it this week with Mike. Uh, Adam was out of town. That was a lot of fun to go over the games with you guys. Um, you know, the warp tool. Warp tool is a big one, for, especially uh, like I was mentioning in the trades earlier. Get that warp tool. Uh, get mind warped. You can figure out, man, who are these guys that I need to be targeting right now? Who are these warp difference makers uh, at the tight end spot, at the wide receiver spot, running back spot, whatever it is, that are making the biggest difference and I need to go get? That's going to help you and your dynasty trades right now. So I recommend going to get Koopa's Warp Tool on the SouthHarmonFF.com website. Uh, check that out, and you guys can uh, hopefully get yourselves a fantasy championship, or at least uh, getting on the road to starting it. So uh, until next week, guys, have a good one. We'll see you later.